Alrighty, fellas and ladies, welcome back. It's Buzz and Confuse with Shane and Sniff. Week two, we got some great stuff on the horizon for you in this episode. We're going to be recapping last week's championship games. We got some upcoming, upcoming bets and games we want to talk about. We're going to talk a little bit more about Warrior a few more episodes in. Uh, Steven's going to give you a little Bachelor recap. Yes, yes. Very excited for that. I got a lot of good notes. Great, great, great. So then we got some other stories we want to talk about. We got COVID sniffing dogs. We got unsolicited dick pics. We got killer squirrels. Some possible Bigfoot hunting seasons. And uh, believe it or not, we have some questions from the viewers because we've got so much support. I mean, millions and millions of views from the we're last episode. Yep. Yeah, I mean, we're just we it's like Joe day. Rogan, Larry King, who just passed away in for R.I.P. And then it's us. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a lot of good voicemails from our viewers. I absolutely. Like to hear it. Absolutely. All right, so we uh, the drink of the the drink of the day this time we're drinking some proper twelve. Uh, R.I.P. Uh, Connor McGregor, mm. KO'd. We'll talk a little bit more about that later. Um, so let's let's get this going with a shot. All right, let's, let's see this how going. this tastes. Cheers. Mmm, that's good. Yep, I like it. Let's start this show. Let's do it. What's up, guys? This is Sniff here. As of Sniff and Shane, we got the new show, Buzzed and Confused. We uh, got a lot of good messages from our viewers, and we went with Buzzed and Confused. I think it's a pretty good name. I like it. Shane, you like it too, I'm assuming, right? I like it. It's a little bit... Uh, we got a, we got an idea from somebody that was slurting Confused. We, our idea was Buzzed to Talk, and we just morphed those mm. together into yep. Buzzed and Confused, and I, I like it so far. Working title still, but I'm 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 in, I kind of like it. And you know what else I like? I like the proper twelve the Irish whiskey. It's the first time I'm having it. You know I like JMO. If you listened to last week's episode, so you like this better than Jameson? Is that just because it costs more? No, it's because it's better. Okay, all right. I can take that. I mean, I I think they pretty much taste the same. This might be a little smoother. Yeah, um, I mean that's what you're going for, right? I guess you're going for smoother. Conor McGregor wasn't going smooth last week. Did not look too smooth. Did not no. look too smooth. Um, the things I had to do to get that fight, I don't even want to talk about it. Yeah, right. I think it's also illegal, so it's mm-hmm. not. So, yeah. you know, we don't want to get in any trouble with that. But Let's as far as shot. you guys are concerned, we watched that fight illegally. Ooh. Let's talk about the last week's sports, the NFL recap. Shane, I know you have a lot to say, so I'm just going to let you take it away from the Bucks Packers. Bucks were 31, Packers were 26. Take it away, Shane. Yes. So Green Bay, <laughs> Green Bay and the Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So I watched this game with our producer Trev, and uh, Trev will tell you that I, I was fired up. I was very fired up. Uh, I was fired up by a lot of things about this game. I mean, the Packers should have won this game easily, and uh, you know we all know they didn't. So a couple things. Start with that that touchdown that the Buccaneers had before the halftime. That was a great play. I like that play. Um, that would, No, it wasn't. You're wrong. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'll tell you why right now. Let's hear it. Uh, you, I mean, you just can't. There's like six seconds left, and the Packers come out in this freaking single high safety like with a press coverage defense. 
Mm. Nobody, nobody, and the, and the safety in the back does that. No help over the top. I mean, the safety just get burned by Scotty Miller to go. I mean, it was it was embarrassing on his on their part. It reminded me of like Greg Williams sending the house against against the uh, the Raiders earlier yep. in the season mm-hmm. for the, that for that jet, that first for that Jets looked, game twice. Yeah, looked like the first Jets win. Everybody was celebrating because they thought like, oh great, like we're we're still winless. We're gonna get uh, Trevor Lawrence. That didn't happen. We just looked like freaking douchebags for no reason. Yeah, we're not well, even we know get the him. Jets will always mess it up like that. You know, yeah, that's I why mean, I'm proud suck. to be a Jets fan. I, I can I tell you what I did in the regular season? I never betted against or for the Jets, but I always took the over. Nine yeah. out of ten times, the Jets scored one touchdown at the end of the fourth quarter. To cover the spread, and, I, and th- that to me is a winning season. Nine out of ten times, I'm gonna check the math on that. Trev, pull that up for us. Let's see the overs and unders on the on the Jets regular season. Yeah, we got Trev here. He's actually sitting close to us now as our producer. We got a nice big monitor ahead of us, making moves. If the quality sounds a little better for us, it's because we got new mics. If it sounds like Trev's talking from down the stairs, it's because he doesn't have any mics. <laughs> yeah. So if you have an extra mic, send it to us. If not, we're gonna have to figure something out. Yeah, please help us out. Send us a microphone for Trevor. His voice needs to be heard. And Trev, you'll get back but to while, us on that. Yeah, Jets but while set. we're pulling that, while he's pulling that up, I'm gonna keep going about this Buccaneers, this Green Bay Buccaneers game. So just some abysmal call playing going into the half. Should never give up that touchdown. I mean, there should never, ever. I mean, all you got to do is a clear deep ball to the end zone scenario. And the Packers are playing like, uh, I mean, like the, like they only need three yards. Like they're going for like a three-yard like quick pass or something. I mean, just terrible. I mean, that was just a bad call. And then we can get into the decision to kick the field goal at the end of the game. Uh, down eight mm-hmm. with... Just over two minutes left. Fourth and goal from the eight-yard line. Uh, I mean, you got Aaron Rodgers, you know, arguably the best quarterback ever, at the eight-yard line to tie the game for you, and you decide to kick a field goal and still need a touchdown to tie the game. It made no sense. And let's talk about the fact that, I mean, the way I saw the game, we saw Aaron Rodgers do it last week. He re- he faked the pass, rushed it in for a touchdown, it looked like to me he could have sprinted the goal on line on the third down. On the third down, he and could he have threw it for Devontae Adams. And also, was, yeah, he just he just sque- tried to squeeze one into the end zone. I think he was uh, looking was like, for a pass interference. A pass interference. He was. Call, he was. Which and they weren't getting at all. Okay. What? I'm gonna come back to that. All right. Let's come back right. to that. Shane is heated. Everybody. I'm, oh, Shane is, like I've never seen such a bullcrap game in my life. So they just decide to kick the field goal, right? Uh, fourth and goal from the eight. Uh, Aaron, you're right. Aaron Rodgers should have ran the ball probably with his advanced age and his slow speed would not have made it to the end zone, but at least would have given them a fourth and like three, probably a fourth. And four. I, I mean, say like fourth and one, even he yeah, he would have got in. close to there and then they have to go. Then you have no choice, but to go for it. And I think somebody said to me that like, that's the reason he threw that. Cause they thought they were going on fourth anyways, and they ended up not, mm. but either way, if you know, you're going on fourth, run the ball, then it's make it a yards. shorter, a shorter yeah. fourth, a fourth and goal. I completely agree with you. Shane. Okay. So, you agree with me? Thank you. You're welcome. All right. So, All right. keep going on that. After that, they kick the field goal. The Buccaneers only need a first down to win, basically a first down to win the game. They get to third down, and then what you alluded to before was they weren't calling pass interference all game. Mm-hmm. There was no penalty. They, they was, it was like into the third quarter, not a single penalty, pass interference or not, had not play. been called all game. Not one penalty all game. Okay. Which was so good then the, to see. I gotta say. Oh, I, I loved it. it. I was was I complaining, Trevor? And there was a couple going on the, on the Packers going against the Packers. I was like, okay, like good, like they're calling it evenly on both sides. Mm-hmm. I had you know had the Packers. I'm not just you know 
it did go against me, so I'm a little extra heated, but I wasn't just because of that. So then they get to third down, uh, passing down situation. They need to get the first down. And here is this, like, a little hand fighting. He did pull the jersey a little bit. He did pull the jersey. And that's probably what got him. But then, I mean, an all-time Oscar-worthy performance by – I forgot who the receiver was. Was it Evans? Was it Godwin? I don't even know who that was. I don't know who it was. I think – He flopped like a a, – Tyler Johnson. Tyler Johnson. Thank you, Yes. Okay, well, great. He gets the Oscar. Uh, Oscar to Tyler Johnson for the flop of the year. Uh, I mean, the refs all game hadn't called a single penalty. They they fall for it. Game over at that point. Yeah. And uh, if you're following us from last week, you know that we both took the Packers. Me, money line, you on the spread. Three yeah, and both a half. loss. Uh, so that was a tough loss for us. Something that I took away, Tom Brady, you got to give him credit. The guy puts the ball everywhere it has to be. He, they were This whole game was a back and forth. There was no dump passes. It was all... 10, 20, 30 yard passes. Tom Brady, I don't think the receiving core, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, I don't even think they were ready for a quarterback like that. There was a lot of, Mike Evans had a lot of drops. That pick from uh, Mike Evans it backed off of his hands. It was intercepted. If they lost this game, I would have put that, I would have been following Tom Brady, and I would have had to say that it was all in the wide receivers. But they did well, win. Yeah, they did win. That throw to Mike Evans was a little high. It was a little high, but that's he where it had to, to be. He needs to make a little bit better play on it. Yeah, he's Mike Evans. Like, you, you know. Yeah, he put it where it had to be. Mike Evans has got to go grab that. I mean, if I understand Or at that, least not just tip it straight up into the air. Yeah. It, I mean, like, and another thing was, is like, okay, you're at the, when you're kicking the, the decision to kick the, the field goal instead of going for it on fourth, you're putting the game in your defensive hands. They did pick off Brady three times, but one of them was that play, mm-hmm. where it was a little high, tipped off of Mike Evans' hands right, right into – Right into the defender, right into the safety's hands. I probably would have caught that. I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, okay. We'll, we'll run that back, and we'll see what happens. Uh, I do what I got to do to win the game. Yeah, do what I have to do. All right. But then there was one that was like a third and four, and he basically just took a deep shot. It was like a throwing punt, honestly. Mm-hmm. One of his one of his other picks. So he had a better game than it looked. Those three picks weren't all... You got to give him credit. The guy's the GOAT for a reason. I hated having him against the Patriots. I've said it last week. Um, But I have a lot of respect for Tom Brady now, and how can you not after watching this guy? I think he's the best player to play football. Uh, I haven't – I mean, what are the stats, Trev? He's been in 10 Super Bowls, right? He's been in 10. I saw a stat the other day. He's he's, he's been in 10 Super Bowls out of – what, how many how many Super Bowls have been? 55? I think it's 28%. He's been like 20% of the Super Bowls. Yeah, something like that. (laughs) He's been in there for more than a lot of franchises. He has a higher percentage of going to the Super Bowl than Steph Curry does in a career three-pointer. Yeah, so let's just put insane. that in perspective. So if you can't hear Trevor, we have to get him a mic. He said he has a higher percentage. Tom Brady has a higher percentage of going to the Super Bowl than Steph Curry does as a three-point shooter. Yeah, and let put me say this. If if I didn't bust my knee in seventh grade, you would be, he wouldn't uh, have been beating my three-point percentage. That's right. Let me just say that because yeah. I was shooting him from deep. <laughs> But let's talk Absolutely. about the next game. The if it wasn't for that knee injury, we, would, we wouldn't be doing this podcast, though. So, like, you know, would you would have been, been in the, the NBA. Offense. Like, you would have been in the NFL. You would have been, like, a three-sport, like, player professionally. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, like, as much as it sucked for you and, like, you're 100% going to be going pro and everything, like, I have I'm a lot glad of to have you here. guys, though. I have no regrets in life. Everything yeah. happens for a reason. God bless. God bless. Bless up. So, uh, I took the over on that game, over 51. If you recall last week, I said that. From the Bucks putting up so many points against the Saints, the Packers coming up hot, there was no way that 51 was going to be enough to cover it. 
and I was correct. You so were. That's one you and were. one for me. I was um, 0-1 on that game. Shout out to that. It felt really good. Starting off 1-1. and All right. I've got a little bit more to say about this game. I'm not done yet. All right. So just to to just go in on the Packers a little bit more. So you have Aaron Rodgers, best quarterback of all time. You don't go. You don't give him a chance to win the game on fourth and goal with no time left. You basically just handed the Buccaneers the game. Then after the after the game, the next day, all these stories are coming about. But the Packers CNO, CEO sorry, says, in quoting, we're not about about the r- rumors of Aaron Rodgers possibly getting traded or leaving or mm-hmm, leaving the mm-hmm. Packers. He goes, we're not idiots. He's our leader. Like we know what we have. Something yeah, along those but lines. But they haven't supported. Okay, him but at all. then yeah, but then you don't trust him. You don't trust him to go for it. Just to, you don't. You take the ball out of his hands to win you the game. You put it on your defense hands, which stinks. Yeah. Then I mean, like, can we pull up the draft history of the of the Packers with Aaron Rodgers at the helm? Yeah, I should have told you to pull this up at the beginning. I forgot I was going to do this. That's okay. We're doing but, it live. Uh, this is live. This is live. So they I mean, draft the quarterback first round. Yeah. Okay. And then I got a little bit more backstory to this. So. In 2018, he had two years left on his deal to bring him through this season. Mm-hmm. This would have been if they didn't extend. So they extended them for four more years at the time in 2018. 2022. That'd be 2000 through the 2023 season. Mm-hmm. Oh, 22, 23. No, 2023, 24. Just, just first round picks or any honestly, any just all the top picks from when they had Aaron Rodgers. So they drafted Aaron Rodgers in right here. In 05. 05. So good go year. up. Very good year. Okay, so 2006, they draft linebacker, tackle. They draft a wide receiver in the third round. That's, go a, good, up. that's a good draft. So then they draft a defensive tackle, a running back, and wide receiver in the third round. Oh, Jordy Nelson was in uh, 2008. I miss Jordy Nelson. He was good. Then they go up. So then the next year is they drafted defensive tackle, linebacker, tackle, running back, tackle, defensive Clay back. Matthews. Defense. That's a big pick. But then you got a tackle, defensive end, and defensive back. This is mm-hmm. what year is this? Oh, 2010. 2010. Defensive back, but then we go defensive end, defensive tackle. 2012, def- defensive back, defensive tackle. So the whole theory of this is 2013. We can even go further than this. No, no first or second round. Oh, they got Devontae Adams in the second round in 2014. Wow, Keep they going. did a good job. Well, you're ruining my point here, Stephen. <laughs> is that they didn't draft any fucking wide receivers? I think I know where your point's getting at, and it's in the next couple of years we're going to be seeing a lot. All right, of we'll quarterback scroll up to 2018. Drafts. Let's scroll up to not 2018, 2020. I mean, That's so in 2020, well, the beginning of this year, they draft Jordan Love as their quarterback. When they extended him, when they extended Aaron Rodgers through the 2023 season, I mean, it makes no sense. I mean, like, why not finally draft? Yeah, let's a wide what receiver. The, what was the 2020 uh, draft look like? Was there any good wide receivers in that class? Uh, I mean, Justin Jefferson, right, from the Vikings? You could have got anybody. Could have got anybody. I agree not, with not, you. Not even just the last year, but, like, almost every year. I mean, we were going back way – we were going pretty back far, like, far back. Mm-hmm. I mean, Devontae Adams' pick is great in the second round. That's, like, a steal. Yeah. Yeah, they could have got CJ uh, – a CD Lamb, sorry, um, which would have been a great – would have been a great pick. Justin Jerry Jefferson. Judy, you got a lot of good picks on there, and uh, yeah, I, agree. I understand what you're saying. They're picking a quarterback. It's like they're saying one thing on during the press conferences, and during the off season, they don't have his back at all. And I can't imagine being Aaron Rodgers. And you know, uh, I don't know. Everybody's saying now. Team. Everybody like he kind of went back. He made a comment that everybody took is like him wanting to leave after the game. Yeah. And he kind of went back on that. If I was him, honestly, I'd just want out of there. Like I don't think they've ever supported him. Get out of there, and I mean, they have to trade him away because obviously they have him under contract until 2023. 
and they would never trade him to a division rival because that right. would be. I mean, I, wish... I mean, actually, this is the Packers, and they may do it, but I would want to go back. Imagine him like on the Bears, just killing the Packers every yeah. year. It or would on be the great. Jets, just for one year to pull a Brett Yeah, Favre. well, I'm, I'm talking like to play yeah. the Packers a lot more. No, that'd be fun. That'd be a fu definitely to the Packers. He would have a lot of fun doing it too. Oh, I'm sure he would. So let's cover the next game: Bills Chiefs. The Sunday night game, you got the high-scoring Bills. It's an AFC Conference Championship against the Kansas City Chiefs. The thing that I have to say about this is I don't know why I doubted the Chiefs. A spread like three and a half. It was two and a half. I got them at two and a half, I think. Two and a half spread, and I'm sitting here debating who's going to cover the spread. The I Kansas honestly, City Chiefs are the team to beat. Honestly, and, I'll, and I will say this, as good as Patrick Mahomes is and was in that game, I think they would have won that game with Chad Henney. At the, at the QB. I yeah. think that's how good they are. they are. I think that's how good their receiving core is. I mean, I mean, Tariq Hill is like scary. He's scary fast. Really fast. You could just throw him like a screen every game, like 10 times a game. And I like, he turned it into like 200 yards. I don't know. And then yeah, McCole Harbin's like running like jet sweeps for like 50 yards. He obviously had that, uh, that muff punt that led yeah. to like a and Travis a Kelsey too. Those two guys are... Hey, yeah, I mean, Travis Kelsey is just such a reliable target. It just seems like for the Chiefs, when the they NFL. have to convert on a fourth down or on a third down or a big play, they always do and then and then some. They always yeah. get a little more after that. That's why I took the Chiefs last week was because if Mahomes had played, if I knew it, Mahomes was 100% playing, I would have taken him no doubt. But even with Chad Henney, I thought they still had a chance to cover that two and a half points yep so you take two and a half you take Chiefs two and a half you get that you lose the packer bet and i took the under 40 54 under. and a half points you took the under two we um, both ended one and two on the week we're going to start a little tradition here that we recap our last week bets and if we've had a losing record last week we have to take we a do. shot we're gonna which take a we shot. both did so Trent, we're going to do you, it we're going to track our season stats right now we are one and two week two cheers I don't want to get too much into Super Bowl talk because I think next week our is going to be our big Super Bowl. Yeah, podcast. so we'll save uh we'll save um, a lot of the Super Bowl talk. I'm but excited. I don't see how the Chiefs. You know it's Tom Brady. I understand it, but like they're they're the best team in the NFL. I mean, if you have watched by a lot, just by watching last week's game, the Chiefs looked a million. I mean, obviously they weren't like playing each other, but the Chiefs looked like the more dominant team. Basically, handed with the McCall Hardman muff punt, handed the Bills. Uh, seven points yeah, right and still won that game and just came back and would like never even look like they blinked and they weren't even scared about it no 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 any other takes on the chiefs games you've had a lot of to say about the packers i know you got a lot written down there no uh i had a lot about to, to say about the packers the chiefs game uh was a good game i don't think the bills played their best game um i feel bad for them you want to talk about the the whole like so i've been seeing this thing like and i see it in college football yeah, let's uh, talk about it. The Steph, the Steph, <laughs> the Stephon Diggs, uh, staying on the on the field yeah, after yeah, the game to watch the the ceremony, and I feel like it's just like I don't fucking care. Yeah, he's just. <laughs> I feel like you're just doing that just because you want to you want to prove that like you like got you, something to prove. Yeah, like um, you, you prove like you care the most or something. Yeah, you like been doing you lost. Get things. the fuck off the yeah. field. Like you, you care. You can care off the field. Yeah, like and I don't know. Let's reverse that. Did you see Mike Evans didn't know that he had to stay for the celebration? No, I didn't see that. He was walking out, and they were like, "Whoa, Mike, where are you going? You got the you got the the uh, championship." Trophy. Now that's a bad look. He's like, "Whoa, I never, I, we have never been here before. I didn't know that's what it, that's what it was." So then they turned him around, and they walked back to the celebration. 
to the ceremony. You know, and, maybe uh, that's why Stefan Diggs was out in the field. He's like, if Mike doesn't want to do it, I'll 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 take his place. Yeah, maybe maybe we'll see a big trade next week. Even yeah. though that was uh, two different teams, two different divisions, but I oh, like wait, your that, was, that was two different games. Yeah, yeah, two different games. But My, maybe, yeah. but Stefan Diggs did see that game already, so he might have already known. He might have known. And he was like, he was waiting he was for, like, I want to be the best for one receiver. Of the, yeah. I'm proving that I'm a better receiver because I know the tradition. I know, and not only do I know, I'm here as a losing member, and I want to be there next year. <laughs> So exactly. shout out, good move on Stefan Diggs. Yeah, but also, like, get the fuck off the field. Nobody right. cares. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Okay. Now, there's no football games this week in the NFL, uh, but we do have to cover some bets because we do have to, you know. We're going to give you something. Mm-hmm. We're going to give you something to talk about, something something to fade us on. You, if you want to fade us, we're gonna probably it's probably going to be the move for you guys is to probably fade, me particularly. I feel like I'm just going to be... Yeah, for you, for all you listeners out there, if I was a better and I'm listening right now to the podcast, I'm taking notes. What is Shane putting down as a bet? What is Sniff putting down as a bet? Whatever Shane puts down, I'm going to parlay with the opposite and then put that with Sniff's bets. And I think Mm -hmm. that's a winning combination. Me being the winner, Shane's the loser. We can see how it goes. We'll do some sort of competition yeah. throughout the year. I mean, we're both one and two, so don't get ahead of yourself. You, you know, yeah, but I have you, a better – I feel like my win was a little better than, than yours. But anyway – One and let, two. They were both one and two, right? Okay. All right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> well, we'll see after this week. Here's my picks for the week. We're talking NBA college basketball, and this is going to be a really hot bet for you guys. I'm taking Portland plus two and a half. And That's the Port- Trailblazers, by the way. Yep, Portland Trailblazers. And I'm going to be taking – that's over the Houston Rockets – and I'm going to be taking the California-Arizona State game over 144 points. So those two bets are going to be single bets. And then ready for this? I'm going to parlay Gonzaga over San Diego and Michigan State over Rutgers. So you got is that a Gonzaga money line? That's, that is that's going for nothing. Yep, that's just a Gonzaga win parlayed with Michigan State. A Gonzaga win? They're minus 27. Mm-hmm. Over <laughs> Michigan State. And we're going to parlay those to make no, it a no. little more interesting. Okay. And that's going to be my third bet. So we got Portland wait, wait, wait. over you said, Houston. You just said Gonzaga over Michigan. They're not playing. Gonzaga, no, Gonzaga over, over San, Diego San Diego and Michigan State over Rutgers. Michigan State over Rutgers. Over that's Rutgers. That's two money line bets parlay. Yep, parlaying both money lines, right. and that's going to be my third bet. We're I don't even get... know if that like equals a unit. Honestly, you just picked like a minus twenty seventeen money line. All right, so we can take Gonzaga over the spread. I'm that confident. Okay, I'm taking them. I'm taking that as well. So I'm, uh, uh, well, my bet. Here you go. You're talking shit, and then you're. I'm taking I'm thing. taking the spread. I, you just picked a team a, a favorite by 27 points uh, as money line. You know that's the odds on that? Trev, very good. I Trev, think it's very good Trev. odds. I think it's very good odds. And Pull I it up. That's gonna Gonzaga money line. They don't even offer it. I don't think. I probably I wouldn't even doubt they didn't don't even offer that. I think they they have to offer it, and I think that's gonna be it's a very good odds. It's point favorite. It's gonna make sure that I'm gonna win, but I'm also making it interesting. I'm gonna parlay it with Michigan State over Rutgers. And Michigan State's not ranked yet. Okay, that's fine. Let's hear what you got, Shane. Let's hear your takes. Okay, so I'm gonna make a normal person's bet. I am gonna do Which is just my bet, not parlayed. No, it's not. It's Gonzaga minus twenty seven against San Diego. Mm, I'm also gonna take the under in that game. That's under one fifty two point five. Uh oh, my third bet is the Golden State Warriors plus one against the Phoenix Suns. So these are all bets for tomorrow. Uh, we are recording this on Wednesday night, the 27th. Correct. So this is going to be best. National Holocaust Remembrance Day today. Okay, I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. Way to bring us all the way down. It's a fun fact, though. It's, it's, it's not really fun, though. It's fun, fun fact. It's not very nice. There you go. R.I.P. 
my ancestors out there, if you're listening, Baruch Hashem, thanks for the support. <laughs> All right. So what you, your three bets are Golden State Warriors. You're taking Gonzaga minus 27, and you're taking Gonzaga as the under in San Diego at 152 and a half. Is well, that it's a total under, yeah, not just Gonzaga, but the total under Gonzaga versus San Diego, 152 and a half. All right. I'm interested to see where that's going to be next week. I have a feeling that you're going to be taking a shot. I'm not going to be taking a shot, and you're going to be talking this stuff about Gonzaga over. Well, San Diego. I'm not giving you. I'm not giving you Gonzaga money line and Michigan State money I line as I bet. They got to both happen. What's the <laughs> Twenty-seven. Most, most, most places aren't even offering a money line. Yes, it's not even offered. You can't take it. You're taking right, Gonzaga so minus right, twenty-seven. So here we go. I'm going to do. Is there a Michigan State over? This is the reason why we have an hour before we shoot the podcast. Trevor's supposed to give us these spreads. And he's not we getting gave, the right spreads. We get no, no, no. Trev, I'm backing Trev up. State over? I'm backing the producer State up. Over, Trev? No, no, no. Trevor? I'm backing our producer up. He gave us the spread. Trevor Stephen just made a bet that doesn't exist. He bet. He's taking the sure thing bet as a 27 point favorite on a money line. I mean, line. how does that lose? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Trev, what's the Michigan State? Is there an over? Is there a money line for the Michigan State? Yes, there is. Okay. Okay. So you ready for this? I'm gonna take Gonzaga. I'm gonna take Michigan State money line over Rutgers. Okay. And they were at what were they favored? 27 points against San Diego. I'm yes. gonna take the under, and I'm gonna parlay them both, and that's that. You just took, you just took my bets. No, the under of the minus 27. <laughs> you just complained about taking. I'm taking Gonzaga minus 27. I'm taking, I'm taking San Diego plus 27. Oh, you're taking San Diego plus 27? Yep. And I'm gonna parlay that with Michigan State over Rutgers. Okay, so I gotta get I gotta write down your bets because you just went wild. You're taking San Diego plus twenty seven. Yep. You're taking Michigan State money line. Yep. And then you put those two together. Parlay. So those are your three bets. Those two individually, and then the third is money parlaying them. Yep. Parlay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't, I don't know about that. We're going to put Sniffin's betting techniques under review, but we'll let him do it for now. Yep. And now we're going to bring you to our next segment, which is going to be our pop culture segment. We're going to be talking about Warrior. We're going to be talking about the Bachelor recap when we get back. Hope you guys are still around. Um, let's take it to our next segment. Shane. So we're welcome back. We do another shot here. Cheers. I gotta say, mm. ah, good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, it is bad. rich and smooth. I'll give you that. How long has he? How long has this been around for? I don't know. Let's read it. Uh, it's been around since. I'm gonna guess 2007. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't. Does it say? Trev, how long has it been around 40% for? 40% alcohol. 2018, September 17th, 2018. 2018, yeah, so not that long. Kind of close, what I said. The 17 yeah. thing, well, you September. S- you changed it. You like had a 10-year span. No, you but said like 2007 to 17. September what? 17th, I said 17. Then you said 7 at first, but okay. Pretty good stuff, though. I like it. It's um, good. Uh, My opinion, better than JMO. Better than JMO, either way. It says rich and smooth right there on the label. I agree. It is rich and smooth. Either way, you know, uh, Proper 12, Jameson, if you guys want to sponsor us, 
we are looking for sponsors, so we'd love to read an ad segment for you guys. But it is first come, first serve. Whoever wants to get back yeah, to us I first. I mean, so many, so many people reaching out to us, uh, you know, obviously because we're so awesome mm-hmm. and we're so popular. But uh, let's get into some stories here. So I got some, I got some stories for you. I want to talk about. Okay. All right. So reading this, so reading a lot of stories. We got. Uh, you see the thing about their uh, the Miami Heat are going to be using COVID sniffing mm. dogs. I like it. I like that a lot. To let them to let people into the games. Yeah. Really like that, it. I think that's better than a COVID test because really you wait three days, you can get COVID between the three days. Yeah, but it's different than a COVID test because a COVID is live test is COVID like COVID testing. What? This is live COVID testing. You know, right down in there, if you got the COVID. I guess so, but you also got like a dog sniffing your ass. Like you feel like you're going to well, like uh, your, I don't think the security should, at an airport just to like watch. You're going you're going to a basketball game to to get be entertained to have fun. Then you got like a dog like you just go like walking through like metal detectors. You got a Safety dog sniffing first. your ass. Yeah, that's part of the experience. It's what you pay for the ticket for. You know. You're and paying. You're paying for a ticket to have a dog. Well, COVID I'm not paying for you? the full ticket, but I'm paying a little, a little bit of the ticket. The proceeds I know go to support the dogs. I am all for these, these disease sniffing dogs. I don't know where this has been. This could be a really. I don't know why they haven't done this before. You know, nobody wants to get diseases. You're at the bar. You, you you're with a girl. You want to make sure you're bringing her home, but you're kind of iffy. You know, maybe you bring a puppy around. Puppy who can are smell. Are we talking about COVID or are we talking about STDs? I'm talking STDs at this point. Okay. Puppy that can smell STDs. I'm more, I'm more in favor of this idea that you have. That I have, right? It's a bait magnet. Forget about COVID You got a puppy dogs. walking down the street. You're going to get a lot of STD, girls coming up to you. STD sniffing dogs. Yep. So you're going to get a lot of girls. They're going right. to come up to you. Oh, my God. What's his name? He's so cute. Whatever. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. And you buster. screen him right there on the spot. And he's screening. Them. They don't even know. He's screening them. Wow. He's giving them a screening process. That's a wow. great wingman. I mean, like. I think that's mind blowing. I think that's the future. I think that's the future of hooking up is just STD sniffing dogs. Yeah, maybe you can sniff if she's a freak. Maybe you can sniff if <laughs> she doesn't put out on the first date. And that's that's where I think science is headed. Um, but we'll see. And if it does head that way, sign me up. I'll pay full price. Obviously, you can't get one of those dogs at the shelter. You know, it's right, not going to be right, free. Right. I mean, this I would is, pay yeah. full price for a purebred sniffer dog. Yeah, purebred STD. Freaky versus like uh, mm-hmm. prudes. Yeah, basic. Chick. Is she basic? Does she have yeah, daddy right. issues? Something like that. What else you got, Shane? That's a very good take. I like that. I like I like that. I like your take on it. That was a great take. Uh, I mean, you really want to know what type of if you could have a dog sniffing a girl and just like just you. That's like I mean, that's also like eliminating that first like year of like dating somebody too. Like just have a dog sniffer. Yeah, and it's avoiding a lot of uncomfortable conversations. Right. Right. I mean, it's avoiding. I mean, first of all, it's avoiding like getting like gonorrhea or like you know. I was about to say the you clap. Can, Isn't the clap gonorrhea? Is um, the clap gonorrhea? I think so. I think it is. I think it is. It's the clap. Yeah. Um, shout out to that movie. We got the clap. You ever hear that? Oh. Uh, get him to the Greek. get him to the Greek. Yeah. Great, that was a movie. great movie. Yeah, and then you you know what? You don't have to really use protection anymore because you already know. She says, "Do you have a condom?" No, like, because no, I know I already you're good, you. and look, he says that I'm good. I already screened you. And even if you're not good, he's not going to lie. Right. Your dog's not going <laughs> to lie. He's your best friend. He's man's best friend. <laughs> I mean, yeah. He'll give he you would a do nod. anything for you. He'll give you a nod, and you're like, yeah. good to go. You get, you get a little tail wag, and you know you're good to go. Mm-hmm. You're good to get in there. Exactly. Exactly. That's a great point, Seven. I love, you know, Thank you. really yeah, when informational. I, when, you, when you said that, uh, my mind instantly was going to the future. Right. And that's where That's, that's the where future of dogs. Forget about bombs. Forget about drugs. Forget about COVID. Just 
sniffing out girls. Sexually transmitted diseases. Sexually transmitted diseases and just like personality checks on girls. Mm -hmm. Great, great, great idea. So talking. So let's let's move on to that. That was a great point. Uh, So we got another story. So I don't know if you saw. So the Mets. We got a Mets GM. Mm -hmm. I'm a big Mets fan. The the Mets GM or past former GM uh, sending out sending out the unsolicited cockpicks. I mean, um, are any of them solicited these yeah. days? You I mean, know, I don't think I don't any know. girls are asking for them. Not like, I mean, maybe not like straight up, but it's a little sex thing, and then like a little pick action, like then it's like appropriate yeah. to send out like a little cock snap. I guess so. If you're having a good day, you know, you want to show it off. That's pretty good. Kudos yeah. to him. He must have been having a really good day. No, he wasn't. That's oh, okay. All right. Well, you haven't go. heard this story. Oh, no, I have not. Okay. No, I heard any you story. completely, completely, <laughs> I wasn't. There wasn't a news story. <laughs> there wasn't a huge news story about the Mets GM. Just I said I unsolicited. Was he was unsolicited. To, he was unprofessional. Unsolicited means like the not not good dick pic. Like nobody wanted this pic. Okay, so let me. Well, we, I should have given you. I should have given you what? They're all nobody wants. No, them. but I just laid out the scenario where like okay, yeah, it's not like I don't think any most girls are not gonna be like all right, straight up send me a dick pic. Yeah, but like there's the a little dick. back and forth going on. Little kind of pick good. going you're on, like, like you know what, I, a little booby shot, like a little cock, a little yeah. bulge, maybe. I guess if you're going in that in that route, yeah. Right. So, I should I should have told you this story before because you got <laughs> you got way too supportive, and that was my fault. But so this guy, is the Mets GM. Uh, Do we know his name? Jared Porter. Okay. Former GM, already fired, gone, good riddance. I feel like that's happened a lot with the Mets in the last couple of years. But go ahead, where, where the GMs are sending out. Or they're hired and fired. No, where they're just out for some reason. Okay, I, I, didn't, I didn't know, know about that. But anyways, so this Mets GM Jerry Porter, they hired him this off season, and then not like a month later, the story comes out about how he was sending uh, sent 62 unanswered texts to a female female reporter. 62 dicks unanswered. No. <laughs> oh my god, how many angles can he get? <laughs> Like this is me on the no, couch. not the they chair. were not 62 dick pics. This is a 62 unanswered texts, like trying to you know engage this female reporter unanswered. Can't get a hint. No, then, yeah, they couldn't 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 get a response. 62. Then after the 62 unanswered texts, then hit her with the unsolicited dong shot. Okay. So I should have I should have let you know that before. But, well, uh, I mean, maybe he's really confident in himself. Maybe he knew that if she wasn't going to answer that, she would answer this type deal, you know. But either way, good for the Mets. If if you're having a GM and he doesn't get the hint after 62, when are they going to pull the pitcher? You know what I mean? <laughs> so they know he's not making the right calls as a exactly, managing yeah. decision. Yeah, yeah. He, he uh, needs a GM himself. Right. He needs – yes. He uh, he went – he didn't he didn't close in the 62 unanswered text. Then followed up with the donk shot, and then the Mets pulled him out of the game. We're like, that's enough. You're done. And, uh, yeah, and hopefully he doesn't ever get a job again. Uh, like, he'd have to, like, probably, like, blow somebody to get, like, a bad boy job in, like, the single yeah, A. Yeah, unsolicited. Ball. Unsolicited cock sucking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, you know, good riddance. Good riddance good to him. Good luck to you, buddy. Good riddance to him. So, moving on from that. Uh, got some other stuff. So we got. Uh, I was reading a story about there's an Oklahoma State rep. Okay. Uh, Justin Humphrey. Good who name. Wrote a bill to have a Bigfoot hunting season. This is legitimate. Legitimate Bigfoot hunting season. Bigfoot hunting season. I think that's a complete waste of time. Yeah. To be honest with you. I think but everybody else. And the that same too. thing. You're never gonna catch him unless you denote time to find him. You know what I mean? Everyone's got other things, better things to do, unless right. you 
denote a time and place of when we're going to look for Bigfoot, mm-hmm. you're never going to find Bigfoot. Right. Right? This isn't like a strange wilderness situation. You, you're not going to get a map. you got to look out. you got to scavenge yourself to find Bigfoot. I don't think they're going to find him in Georgia. Is that what she said? Oklahoma. Oklahoma? <laughs> maybe Oklahoma. I mean, if, if Bigfoot's anywhere, he's in Oklahoma, for yeah. sure. Like Kansas, maybe? Some weird shit. Actually, Kansas is like straight. I feel it's got to be like a hilly, foresty area. And I feel really like the Midwest is like all like flat. Just flat. I like think farmland. When I think Bigfoot, I think um, a cave in a forest on like a mountaintop. Yeah, cave, mountain, forest. That's like a, a waterfall. Thing. Trev, you're from and then Montana, like a rainbow right? going over the top of that. I'm not from Montana. I lived there for three years. I lived there for three you years. You lived in Montana for Any three years? Any sort of Bigfoot uh, signing? When was that? that? I was like two years old. Two years old? Did you ever see any How many times signs? did you see Bigfoot? Uh, nothing else in mind. Pacific Northwest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely Pacific. Oh, yeah, that's Pacific Northwest. It's definitely Pacific Northwest, and you got to be specific about the Northwest. you got to find Bigfoot that yeah, way. Yeah, a specific spot. So yeah. I, and you so I it think out. that guy's wasting his time. I don't know as, if he's a Democrat or a Republican. Either way, I, I think, think uh, uh, yeah. he's going to not be re-voted next voting season on that yeah that was that was a little wild and uh shout out to the strange wilderness too you mentioned it before great movie dude great movie. love that movie hilarious really underrated nobody you know knows what movie about i saw last night quick tangent blackfish you ever see blackfish i think i've heard of it oh uh, great documentary sad as it sucks i'm a big orca guy killer world guy favorite animal mm-hmm. spirit animal for sure um it's the uh documentary about about sea world and like the the horrible things they do to these orca whales and how they've been killing their trainers. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I think I think I know about that. I don't think I've seen it, but I know what you're saying. Yeah, you should see it. It's good. Yeah. It'll really put your mind in perspective. What else you got? Last really story, I depressed. think, right? Yeah, last story. So I got a, uh, I read a story about there's a killer, like not a killer squirrel, but a squirrel attacking people in, in Queens, I think it was, was, in Queens. And like this story was a lady got attacked by a squirrel. She like, lat, he, the squirrel latched onto her hand okay and like this lady was like flinging around and like what was she holding what do you mean like was she holding like a bunch of nuts or something no i think the squirrel just went off on her. okay First yeah it was just like it out on her yeah just like kind of like the blackfish thing maybe the squirrel just had enough yeah i guess so maybe Could well, have been did he kill things. her though was it a killing no, squirrel that's what i was saying it wasn't it wasn't a killer squirrel it was i guess like it was trying to kill her I mean, Trev just producer Trev just pulled up a picture that looks like the cutest squirrel I've ever seen. <laughs> He's, there's a guy feeding him peanuts out of his hand. I don't think that I was guess, a squirrel. I guess after watching Blackfish, I can I take a training perspective into this. Yeah. That squirrel must have known that if he goes up to humans, he gets a treat, right? Maybe right. he had a bad day. He went up to humans. She petted him, and he didn't get a treat. And now he's really aggravated because it's not what he's used to. Right. And that's when he takes it out. He didn't kill her though, right? No, it didn't kill her. He should well, have killed her. He should have sent him. I read this whole story and it was like, this, it's sorry like if you're listening and you're that lady. I feel bad for you or yeah. for your family. I feel bad for you. I hope you're but okay. Like, no rabies, but at the same time, she was like she talking about. How she was news. like, she was like getting attacked. She was like flinging around, like couldn't get her off her. I'm like, dude, just like rip this squirrel off. Yeah, your hand. you know what? I'm thinking, just grab that squirrel by the body and squeeze it. It's gonna let go, and you're gonna toss that thing. Yeah, maybe like dig a few fingers in it. Not hurt it, but like dig a finger into its eye. Or I something. think like squeeze it in the stomach. It would like have to open up its mouth, like you right. get for air. Like honestly, like how many? Okay, how many squirrels do you think you coming out? And you like how many squirrels do you think you could take? One shot. No, no weapons. No weapons. No weapons. Do I have a, like a long sleeve and jeans or something? Uh, shorts and like a t-shirt. Sure. Uh, I'll give you a, I'll give you a, a long sleeve tee and long jeans. sleeve tee. What's that like a 
T-shirt. Long sleeve T. 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 The long the sleeve is it long sleeve or is it a T-shirt? A long sleeve T-shirt. I don't understand what this is. Is this a new thing? Is it a long sleeve or is it a T-shirt? So it's like between it's the. Long... It's on your forearm. I'm picturing. No, it's a full length T-shirt. A T-shirt is not like a. It's a short sleeve so T-shirt and then a long sleeve. It's just a long sleeve. What? It's just a long sleeve. There's forget a about the, the forget the, the tea. Drop the T. A long sleeve shirt. You got, right, you so got a long sleeve shirt. You got a long sleeve shirt. You got jeans on and you got your shoes on. You're you're walking around New York City. I'm assuming, right? Right. I think I could take no weapons except for these for the, the listeners fist, out the there. Comes, I got yeah. the double fist, thunder and lightning. Um, I think I could take as many as they got. Yeah, Bring exactly. That's what have, I'm saying. There's no number. That's what I'm saying. That's what I thought about. I was like, why couldn't like this person I just take one twirl? I will grab the tail and swing until I until I'm dead, like a 300 seat type deal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, I don't just, know. She must. I would be demolishing squirrels, dude. And what the hell? It's only in New York where nobody's gonna help the lady out, right? No, apparently like two other people came to her. Like they were like, they came to her aid and like the squirrel attacked. That tried to attack them too. Well, three on one against a squirrel. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's why the story was so unbelievable to me. I was like, why couldn't you guys take down one squirrel? Why was better this such, than such a big that, problem? Is the squirrel still on the loose? Did they find the squirrel? I don't know. We should go out there. We should look for that squirrel. All right, we're gonna go next we'll week. We're gonna have some feedback. We're gonna go out to the. We're gonna go out to Queens or let us know, was it? you listeners. Let us know if you want us. It to was send, Queens. We'll send Trev out there on the squirrel hunt. Squirrel hunts. Uh, and he's got to have at least four caught squirrels in Central Park. That shouldn't be too hard. Mm-hmm. And then we'll bring him back here and we'll question him. Absolutely, absolutely. So let's talk about the warrior. Let's do it. Let's move on to the warrior. Now That's our for show. Our... If you've been following us, it's our show, uh, or one of our shows. We're mixing in some Bachelor too, but we'll do that in a minute. Bachelor, yeah, totally different show. Um, if you've been listening since last week, uh, since week one, we were supposed to be reviewing the full season of Warrior season one tonight, but Shane forgot to do his homework. He didn't watch the full season. Been a little busy. Been a little busy. He's an accountant, uh, so he's you know he's been I'm busy accounting. with the taxes. He's accounting a lot of stuff, but. As a punishment, I did make him watch the season one recap video, so he knows everything that's going on, and now he has to watch the next four episodes without, with already knowing what's going on. That's yeah, punishment. It was a, I think it was that's a, a, I think a punishment fits the crime. For that. Punishment, fits, punishment fits the crime. It was my bad. I dropped the ball. But I had a lot going on. I was it. trying to plan out. We had a lot of changes. We have a lot. Of, we have some couple new segments coming up. Uh, Which I'm was, very excited for. I'm, I'm excited for it too. Uh, so I was planning out that stuff. I was planning out a lot of the stuff. I forgot about the show. That's my bad, but I did watch a few episodes. We can do two through see, uh, episode six. There's ten episodes total in the season. We're gonna do we're gonna do a review through episode six. And next, next week we're gonna week review. Season we'll one. review uh, six to ten. And the uh, full season. We'll give you the full yeah, season. Yeah, we'll give you rundown. a full season or full season rundown. Uh, so, so if you're off, listening, I'll start you off. So if you're listening since last week, since the first three seasons, a lot of other things have gone down. For one, Assam has been banging the mayor's wife. Oh yeah, he she's got it. She's a good-looking girl. It's good for him. At that time in 1800s, a Chinese woman and a white woman and a well, hold on, now I'm just painting pictures in my head. Chinese man and a white woman who are together, and she's a, polit- a politician's wife. Mm-hmm. Um, that scandalous. doesn't happen. Very scandalous. But they do have a love connection, and they do start to do a lot of things. They do a serious relationship. But then he protects her on the street, and he becomes. Uh, in arrested he becomes john chinaman uh john they, chinaman yep they're looking for a murder they, they arrest this one guy who can do like flips and kicks and they assume that he must be the guy who's been killing all these white people and they crown him john chinaman they throw him into jail and they and they send him on death row 
And there's lots of things that happen between then. Yes. So he goes on to death row. Um, he eventually gets out of it because oh they uh, they threatened they threatened the witnesses. Yep. The fake got, witnesses. Yep. So the whole, sister, the whole scene was like these two white Irish guys were starting shit. And these are the same Irish guys who were murdering the Chinese guys in the first episode. Are they? Mm-hmm. Okay. So the same guys that murdered the, the dude in the first episode, they start messing with the politician's wife, probably not knowing that it was the politician's wife, because oh, she, has, she has a Chinese assistant they yeah. don't like. And his name's like John, it's very biblical, Joshua. Oh, is it? And they get mad that it's not a Chinese name. Yeah, mm-hmm. so very racist, a very racist white time hard time to live in as a chinese person yes mm-hmm. they're very racist toward the chinese uh they do not like the chinese so they went off on her for having a chinese assistant then uh assam jumps in beats him up he gets arrested for just defending somebody wrongful arrest gets put on death row I for crimes de- he didn't commit for crimes he didn't really commit he was just defending the the other two but they figure we got a chinese guy let's just pin the murders on this guy yeah very not re- not a really great time for uh law enforcement they just basically pin it on this right, china yeah, man. a lot of corruption in, the, in yeah. the irish law enforcement. so then uh he gets into jail he eventually gets out because his sister who is the leader of the other gang other tongue the lungsy threatens uh the witnesses against him so they don't show up to court he gets released he gets released. The uh, Mr. Leary decides he because they didn't show up. He's gonna burn their house down, and tell them to get out of town. Even though they're his own blood and kin. Well, yep. they're not his own blood, but they're Irish. Um, he sends them out of town. Tells them never to come back. He burns their house down. And then we go into Mai Ling. I think that she's an interesting character, and she's making a lot of moves. Yeah. So uh, this is the Assam sister that had came over to the Americas before him. This is the whole premise of the show is that he came to the Americas to find her and basically bring her back to China. When he gets here, he finds out that she doesn't want to go back. Number one, number two kind of resents him because he, she blames him for what has happened to her. Yep. Raped. And, and uh, yeah. So and she, she basically married another Chinese man that like raped and abused her mm-hmm. to save his life because yep. he started shit with the other guy. He, yeah. He murdered his son in a Chinese, in a Kung Fu battle. Oh, was that what it was? Yeah. They were just messing around. He was too good. He murdered him. And the oh. husband, his, her, the guy he killed's father was a big uh, crime Lord in China. Okay. So then he, she had to marry that guy abused her. So then she went to the Americas and, uh, kind of resents Assam uh but apparently still has little brother sister feelings for him because we she... think that i think that it's going i think the relationship is gonna go it's, yeah. there's no brother sister she changed her name she doesn't like him she basically is just gives him like an out so she saves him she threatens the witnesses gets him out of jail and then says gives him the gives him a uh boat ticket and says get out of get the america get back to china out. get out of here and i won't like think about you ever yeah. again. And if that happened two episodes ago, I think he definitely would have took it. He was only was there to talk to his sister. He somehow he ended up joining joining the Hong Wei, and uh, now he there's a connection. These are his brothers. They're a gang. He likes being there. He likes Chinatown in San Diego. He's got nothing to go back to. And then we go to uh, Chinese New Year celebration. Mai Ling plots to assassinate Father June, the leader of the Hong Wei. Right. So and she. She, uh, she's very, she's very scheming. She wants, 
She basically at this point she wants total is, control. She's like a twisted kind of like she has a, you know has a tortured past of being you know abused, raped, and basically just wants full control of the Chinese gangs of the Chinese of the Chinese trade of uh, opium of opium, and wants to kill off uh, the the uh, the other gang. The Hongwei. There's a lot of all that she wants to lead all the Tonks. Yeah, she basically just wants full control. So she's scheming to get control of of you know the Chinese trade of all that be the leader of the Chinese completely uh, yeah she's she's a sinister character for sinister sure sinister character she teams up with another tongue uh, who are like these oh, they call yeah. themselves the son of um, I didn't like that scene by the way where she like just where poisons, she poisons them yeah I was like that's such bull crap that's a that's been since even Game of Thrones a woman's death they poison people I know? guess so but like it was also like what like this guy's been the leader of this this thing and he's just such an idiot he looks like a big like he just they, like for like 30 seconds just paints him as this big slob idiot i mean that's what he is i guess so but like she's like oh yeah i already killed you yeah poison dead T- yep corruption they're done they're now the new leader of that of that tongue has become a um relationship with my ling now they're partners and they throw some dynamite under father june's right. uh, viewing table at the Chinese New Year parade, they last second save Father June. He's injured badly, incapacitated, uh, but it doesn't go through. And that's right. where we end on the last episode. So where do you think it's gonna go? So obviously there's uh there's this building tension between the Chinese gangs. They just tried to assassinate the leader of the rival Tong gang. Um, so the Tongs are not gonna be happy about that. They're gonna be at each other's throats, but they don't realize, and I don't think Mai Li. Or the other Tong gang realizes that this is not a good time to be at war with the other Chinese gang because you have number one, the Irish gang, that is very angry at you, yeah, blames Larry, blames yep. you for like taking their jobs and everything after they fought in the Civil War. Uh, you have the American government. You have the mayor that's basically just using you guys as scapegoats for every crime in in the entire city of San Francisco. So there's going to be, I mean, I'm guessing that. The, the two Tong gangs are now just going to be, after the assassination attempt, going to be focused on each other. And then the Irish gang is probably going to swoop in and, like, fuck them both up, I would think. In Do you think he, they're going to take them when they least expect it type thing? Yeah. I mean, like, they're both focused on each other, and now this is the perfect time for the Irish gang. And if they're smart, they would just kind of do something to stir the pot between the two of them. Oh well, yeah, which they've been doing. Yeah, I mean they've been doing it, but I'm saying like kill kill more members of each gang and then frame it on the other gang, mm-hmm. and just I... let them tear each other apart. I mean you want the Chinese like the Irish gang wants the Chinese to you know obviously not have any power, just go against each other. I think yeah, let them I, destroy I, each I totally other. agree with you. I, obviously, I'm gonna do a almost like a Gonzaga moneyline type thing here. Uh, I think there's gonna be a big battle at the end of this. Holy shit! No way. This is a Bruce Lee written show. You're saying that this show around like martial kung arts fu, is gonna martial arts. There's a lot of kung fu. It's gonna be games. like an end in a martial arts. I fight? think it's gonna end in a big martial arts Shut brawl. Shut the fuck up. And people are gonna get whacked and people are gonna be crazy. I think Mai Ling at the end of this season ends up regretting the stuff that she's did. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Assam becomes a different character next season. He's also seen, and maybe he even oh. is like a double agent almost between the two Tongs. Maybe he just does, wants peace as Chinese, yeah. as a Chinese brother in. I think, I mean, Assam obviously still wants to help his sister, wants to bring her kind of back, not even to China at this point. I don't know if he even wants to go back to China, 
but he definitely wants to bring her back to like reason and like peace yeah, and I just kind of the uniting of china asami is definitely yeah asami is definitely prophet. like the good soul of chinatown Absolutely. and there's kind of some other characters especially uh uh young soon young soon great guy hilarious guy hilarious funny guy always getting kind sticky. of a little jaded kind of like yeah, always a getting little, sticky yeah a little caught up in everything but always like, has the knives he's not a big fighter as kung fu style but he loves to cut people up. oh he cuts people up with yeah, those knives dude. that is great got those double knives i mean the real question is you think you think assam's ever gonna get mao lee to like kind of see reason you think she's just gone? Nah, she's gone. She's, she's definitely gone. gone. She's got power. She's almost I think it's one full of those power. Things. She's ready to... I mean, I think it's going to have to come down to where Assam has a choice to kill her or not. To ki- you like... think he does it? No, no way. You think she kills him, though, if she had the choice? I mean, it's more likely than, her, so? than yeah, him killing so. her. I don't think he would do it. I think she would do it. That ends up for this week of The Warrior. We're going to recap the season one on the end of next week, our next episode. And now it's time to talk into a segment that I like personally, and it's yes. The Bachelor. It's a Let's hilarious it. show. It's the most drama on television right now. If you're not watching it, you viewers, it's every Monday night, 8 o'clock, ABC. You definitely should watch it. Um, and this is going to be – Shane, you haven't seen anything, right? No, so right, I have so not. Be so we're going to be doing – drunk rundown of The Bachelor – Real quick talk, and it's going to be great. And I don't want to spoil anything, but I'm going to. So catch up as quick as you can. I'm not going to. You want me to catch up? No, to the viewers, listeners. Wait, you what? Don't, no, oh, to the viewers. Listeners, oh, viewers, catch up. Shane, I, you don't have to worry about it. I got everything handled. Yes. Now let's go into our bachelor talk with Sniff. Do it. This is our Bachelor Recap of the Week. Cheers, everybody. Now, what we will do is for you, Shane and Trev, who haven't watched the show, I'm going to recap every week. You're going to give me predictions at the end. We'll do like an elimination bracket, and, you know, we'll see who's going to win. All right. right? I love it. What do you got for us, Neff? Now, you haven't seen this show before. If you have any questions, I'm assuming you will on who everyone is. You let me know. I'd be happy to answer them in-depthly for you. I've been watching this show for a long time, I'm a big Bachelor fan. I've been going back all the way since the Hannah Brown season, Ooh, and now this Hannah. is the Matt, this is the Matt James Bachelor season. Okay. Matt James Bachelor season. So this so, is Bachelor and the Bachelorette. Bachelor, right? Bachelorette. There's also Paradise, Bachelor in Paradise, which is like uh, just a who's who romping around on in the beach. What the fuck does that mean? It's like just, just a free for all sex show. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. All right. This, so this is week. Three of The Bachelor, and correct me if I'm wrong, maybe week four, but it is week three at least. Um, so Sarah left. Now Sarah, if you don't know Sarah, she's Sarah. a broadcast journalist. She's 24. She's from San Diego, California. She left, and Matt James is really sad. Scroll up. Scroll up. Drive up. Oh. She was a fan favorite. She left. Matt James is very sad. Very nice. And the other girls, they talk shit about her leaving. They like that she left, except for Katie. And if you don't know who Katie is... Katie is a bank Wait, marketing manager. She's 29. She's from Renton, Washington. Mm. Mm-hmm. Scroll up. Let me see a picture of her. Yep. So that's Katie. Okay. Now, Katie I'm also, good. she loves her vibrator, and she doesn't care if Victoria likes it or not. <laughs> that's what we learned from this show. And if you don't know who Victoria is, she is definitely stirring the pot. 
She is a queen from adorable. Los Angeles, California. She's 27. A queen? Yeah, she's she calls herself the queen. She thinks she's a queen. Oh, great. Now, catch up on the next date. Chelsea wins the group date, Rose. Chelsea. Let's see it. Ooh. Chelsea is the no hair. from right. Brooklyn, New York. She's a runway model. She's 28. Um, she wins a group date for Rose after making out with Matt James because she never liked her hair. She talks about she never liked her hair. And then Matt kisses her. And then Victoria is taking time to talk to Matt about Chris Hansen. Oh, no, I'm sorry. She's taking time to talk to Matt, and then Chris Harrison comes in, and he's the host of the show. Oh, oh. I was about to say, I was like, there's like Chris Harrison dudes, comes in. This is like one bachelor. Yep. He's the host, and he comes in and needs to talk to him immediately. Now all the girls think uh, all the girls think Sarah's back, but it turns out that it, there's a new limo with chicks, a whole new limo week three. <laughs> Shut up! Whole, yeah, they just brought in a whole new group of yeah, chicks. Five new chicks. Oh my uh, god! Yep. So they bring in all these new chicks. Mayhem. And the girls are pissed, and they don't like the new girls immediately. And the new girls are three of the new girls make it through the rose ceremony. It's Ryan, and Ryan is the new girl. Um, she right is. There's Ryan, and then Just there's search Michelle. Like new chicks on, search new chicks on. Okay, uh, so, th- so we don't have... We, there's Ryan. She's like a... Ryan's a nice-looking girl. Then there's Michelle, and there's Catalina. And Catalina is the Miss Puerto Rico. So she won Miss oh, Puerto Rico. Damn, and right. they're the only new girls out of the five to get the rose at the rose ceremony. Bring it up. Bring it Ryan up. Let's get Ryan up here. For our listeners at home, we have a live... That was a good shot, whatever that was. That's right. that's Michelle. That's Ryan. Yeah. So Ryan is a dance choreographer. Nice rack. And uh, she's 26. She's from Brooklyn, New York. And then so it's her. Dancer, and then it's uh, Michelle. Oh, she's straightening her hair. Then Michelle is a uh, Division One basketball player. Ooh. And she is from Small. Minnesota. And she's a teacher. teacher. And then there's Catalina. And Catalina is in Miss Puerto Rico that I was talking about before. Okay, so oh. catching oh. you up. Mm-hmm. So mm. we're catching you up. If you need me to readdress who they are, you're good. So three girls are out now. They do the roses. Three girls leave. Okay. Gotcha. Now some of the girls go on a group date, and the group date is where they bring a bunch of girls into the a one verse ten group date. You know, he's dating ten of them at once. Wow. And the date is an obstacle course. So he puts the girls through an obstacle <laughs> course, and they have to like row. Wait a second. Is there an STD sniffing dog at the end? No, there's no STD sniffing dog. Not yet, but. <laughs> They go on an obstacle course and they like row through a pumpkin as like a kayak through the lake and then they like they dress up as squirrels. It's hilarious. Oh and then, God! Is Kim already out? Just scroll up to Kim. Kim is out. She was the one of the new girls. She lost. Yeah. She looks like a. She's a good-looking chick. She looks too nice. She looks yeah. too nice for the show. She wore like a crazy dress, whatever. Okay. Now Brittany interrupts Anna's one-on-one date. Now Anna, if you don't know who Anna is. Anna is from Chicago. Anna, Anna that's Anna right there. Oh, she reminds Anna's me of, no you ever age. see C-Spot Run? You ever see C-Spot Run? <laughs> no. There's an actress who always has like a smile. She's crazy. Go down to Anna and then let me see where she's Wait, from. Wait, that's the blonde chick, Anna? Yeah. She's Anna's cute. from Chicago. She's a copywriter. She's 24. Mm-hmm. Now, she goes on a... Um, she's now living the life she always imagined for herself. Yep, yep. So, so Brittany interrupts her on a one-on-one date with Matt and she gets pissed. And then she comes back and asks to steal him again. So Brittany comes back again. Brittany's one of the new girls. She's like, mm. can I can I take, can I I take, steal him for a sec? And she's like, I just got here. Give me five minutes. And she's like, all right, fine. And then she comes back in like two minutes. And she's like, right, can I steal him now? And she does. She takes him away wow. for one-on-one date Stole time. Stole him. Yep. And this is time that they need in order to survive. Right. And then uh, Brie gets the group date rose. And that's her second rose already. 
Bree is uh, the first person you see out of the limo. She is a communications major. She's from San Francisco. She's 24. So she gets the rose for the date. So when you get a rose, that means you automatically you're on to the next round. You don't have to go through elimination. Then Anna starts a rumor that Brittany, who the girl that interrupted her, is an escort and that Brittany gets pissed from that. She Whoa. says Brittany's an escort. She heard wow. they're both from Chicago. She says, I've heard that she gets a lot of money from rich people. Wow. And she's pissed. Then Michelle gets a rose from a one-on-one. Michelle's that gym teacher from Minnesota. Yep. Yeah, right, right, right. So they get right. a one-on-one Sure, date. sure, sure. Then there's another group date where Mia St. John, who's a five-time boxing champion, has them training. And the group date is that they actually box each other in the ring. No, check. shut yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah, they box each other in the ring. All right. That's a group date. I might have to watch next week. It's hilarious. So Great TV, I'm telling you. <laughs> so the girls have headgear and full boxing gloves, and they're just punching each other in the face. <laughs> so much so that Matt James, the bachelor, is like, all right, we got to stop. This is, I'm throwing right. a towel. You guys are going to kill each other. And then from there, How uh, good Katie, looking is this dude? That, like, these chicks are willing to... He's like a up. 28-year-old. He's from Brooklyn, I think. Can we pull up a dude? Can, yeah. Pull up a picture of the dude. Like, I want to know... That's him, right there. Oh, is he right there? All right. He looks yeah, to he keep his, like his eyes open. open. Is that what you're saying? No. Okay. Well, that's like... So, Katie tells Matt... And now, if you don't know who Katie is, that's the girl I was talking about before, who was the... Um... What are the Trev, pros... Pull up Katie. Trev, Trev, you're searching this on YouTube? No, just... Come on, produce. Katie's the from Wenting, Washington. She's the bank manager. She's 29. Okay. Katie tells Matt at the end of the show about how a lot of girls aren't being nice to the new girls. And then he's like, well, then I'm going to do something. This is bullshit. Wow. That's at the end of the show. But this guy also likes to kiss with his eyes open. And that's, I mean, like. It is. But if you if, if you actually dive into it, it's not that weird. I mean, like, you probably, sometimes you do kiss somebody with your eyes open. They do capture a couple weird angles of him doing it. But bring, that brings us into our last count, which we're going to follow up on at the end. And you guys will tell me who your predictions are next week. We're doing a Matt James kiss count. And this is... Oh, a kiss count. How many times he's kissed each girl. And this is from last week's season. So, Trevor, you have to keep note of this, okay? Producer Trev. So, Matt James kiss count right now, starting from this episode, nothing if before. We're talking... He kisses Chelsea once. Kisses Piper once. Bree one time. Brittany twice. And Michelle twice. Okay. So you got Chelsea, Piper, Bree, and then Brittany twice. Yep. And that's the kiss count. And that, fellas, is a bachelor. Matt James kiss count. He's a sharp looking dude. He's a good looking dude. He's into physical fitness. He's like, he's got like a, you know. What's the personality like? Is he a good guy? Good dude, church going guy, like Uh, real good guy. Okay. The girls like him. He's a a bachelor. He's now a bachelor. Uh, Trev's just doing his own thing. Who's your Trev? <laughs> Trevor, Trevor wanted his own thing. Bring up, brought up a TikTok. Oh, him kissing with his eyes open. Yep, you see that. Yeah, so that's the Bachelor, and we'll recap the next Bachelor for you. Oh, God. I mean, the kissing with the eyes open, like, you gotta close your... Like, that's just such a weird... I don't know. That's just so weird to me. It is, but... They, I mean, not to have your... Not to, like... The thing is, their point, eyes are closed. Not to any point during the kiss to have your eyes open... But to literally kiss with your eyes open the entire time, it's kind of weird. Yeah, me. but their eyes are closed, so they really don't even know. <laughs> well, unless you're on TV. Unless you're on national television. Unless you're on national television and they see it, that's when you want to kiss with your eyes closed. And your eyes open aren't helping you with the mechanics. I can with already the see mechanics. Trev. Our producer Trev's got to think for Kit, the 21-year-old. Uh, from He scrolled up on her. He's... 
She's, uh, well, I don't know. You weren't looking at her She's a professional socialite. She... You weren't looking at her socialites, that's for sure. <laughs> you were thrilled up a couple times, and the, I don't even think you saw what she did until I asked what you did. But She's that's The Bachelor, one. and now we're going to bring you to our last segment, which is our questions from the viewers. We have a lot of, um, it's one of our last segments where last week we gave our viewers, a couple of viewers from around the world, our phone number. They left us some voicemails for the show. Let's bring you to that. This is Andrew from the Buzz and Confused podcast. If you've ever listened to a podcast before, you know that right about now is a time where the hosts like myself or Shane will be talking for two or three minutes out of your fun to read off some silly ad about the latest in hair care or men's fashion. Well, you will not be hearing any of that from us because at this moment we do not have any sponsors. Not a damn one. The guys and I would like this podcast to take off so we can earn some serious dough, make more episodes, and quit our everyday jobs. Shane and Trevor being accountants and me being unemployed. So if you or anyone you know has a connection to some company out there who would like to sponsor this podcast or even hire someone like myself, a two-time collegiate dropout, one from an Ivy League school, please DM us on Instagram or Twitter and we can set something up. Seriously. Like any company out there, please. Now back to the show. All right. Thanks for do a shot. thanks for the uh, the words from our sponsors. Uh, now we want to get to a segment that's questions from our viewers. Uh, as as all of you probably know, all of our five listeners, we've blown up so big, and we've gotten so many questions from our viewers that we wanted to bring those onto the show and uh, give some feedback on the questions live on the show. We're gonna do a little bit more. Of a, we're gonna do a, another shot here. To bring us into this segment. Yep, we're going to do a shot, and then we're going to play on our voicemail and see what we got. And we're going to answer yeah, so these we're gonna live. Play, we, we got voice, we got voice, uh, voice que- uh, audio questions from our viewers that we're going to do uh, in a second here. Do a shot Cheers. here. Cheers, boys. Oh, that's good. That's good. All right. So you want to get into it? All right. So let's get into it here. All right, let's press play. Let's let's do our first viewer. Let's do it. First viewer, first first viewer question. Yo, what's going on? This is Tex Mexi from Dallas, Texas, and I'm just calling to let you guys know and let you say that I love the show. I like the takes. Um, and my question is for you guys: Is last week Andrew said that Army Hammer guy was like the <laughs> Winklevoss twins from Facebook, but he actually played them on the social network? And that's not really a question, but I'm just saying. Thanks. Yeah, uh, thanks. Uh, text Mexi. Thanks, man. Thanks, I appreciate Thank you, dude. Appreciate you uh, letting us know about the podcast. Thanks for the criticism. Um, I will not make that mistake again. In Texas, right, I did say Army Hammer was a Winklevoss twin from Facebook. He is in doubt uh, the guy who played them on the social network. So thanks, Tex. Appreciate you reaching out. Uh, hope to hear from you again. Let's take another message from our caller. All righty. Next question. Hi, this is Becky Loosely from Phoenix, Arizona. I just want to say I'm a huge fan of your guys' show. 
And my question was, who came up with the idea for this podcast? Well, thanks, Becky. Uh, I really appreciate that. Uh, this was actually Sniffin's idea originally. He reached out to me saying we want if you want to do a podcast, and we just went with it. I mean, I hope we're bringing some entertainment, some kind of weird uh, kind of shit to it. I don't know. You want anything? You want to add anything to that? I mean, I'm glad we're doing the podcast. We definitely kudos to you, Shane, for having the idea. Uh, Becky, with the idea with you know for going with my ideas. And uh, <laughs> Becky, thank you for the call. I hope to hear back from you again soon. Let's take another call from our viewers. Hello, this is Patrick McIntyre, and I'm calling from Richmond, Arizona. I just want to say that out of all the podcasts I've been listening to, that you guys are probably top five, maybe even top three. My question is going to be for Shane. Shane, where does the lotion go? Wow, what a guy. <laughs> what a question. Oh, buddy, the lotion goes in the basket, dude. The lotion goes in the basket. Thanks, Patrick. Uh, I mean, dude, maybe we don't want to hear from you for a little while. Thanks, Patrick. Yeah. But let's yeah, take another call. Let's take another call. Uh, love the question, but uh, thank you. Let's go to the next caller. Hey, guys, how you doing? This is Seamus Finnegan. Uh, just calling from Dublin, Ireland. I uh, just wanted to say you're, I'm a big fan of your show. Love the uh, Proper 12 on the show today. I'm a big, uh, big fan of Conor McGregor. And I uh, just want to just say, you guys, you're really great. Uh, my question is, is it true Confucius said? <laughs> what did Confucius say? So my question was, is it true Confucius said, the meanest a dog make the best of stew? Um, wow. Dude, I don't know. I think uh, I've never eaten dog before. Have you? Yeah, I don't want to eat dog. Uh, let's, you know. I guess. I mean, there's a lot of tender meat. I don't know. Let's go to our next question. Yo, 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 what it be, what it do? Name's Jazzy J, Jazzy G, Jizzy Jew. I'm half Puerto Rican, and I'm half Jew. My question is coming to you, Shane. Question is, what's your life advice for someone in their 20s? Oh, you're in your 20s? Life advice? Um, Just live it, dude. Live it to the fullest. I love that you're half Jew, uh, half Puerto Rican. I mean, live that to the fullest, because that's rare. Yeah, you know, just you. live Here your, just be an individual, dude. Just like live your life, uh, be the best you can be, uh, take chances, dude. Take chances. We didn't know how this is gonna turn out, and it probably, you know, I don't know, it was gonna be good. I don't know or not, but I'm yeah. doing it. And I'm living it. And and I, I love know, it. I know it wasn't asked for me, but can I give quick something to, for the Jizzy give Jew? To, give it to it. Jizzy Jew, great name. Keep jizzing, my man. You're 20 years old. Keep it going. Yeah, absolutely. Don't settle down. Don't never stop jizzing. Mm-hmm. Never stop jizzing for sure. Let's see you can take from the next caller. All right, next caller. Um, hey, my name's Big Bob. I'm uh, I'm from upstate New York. Just hanging out. I just wanted to know, uh, what's your favorite Power Ranger and why? I would say, <sighs> Gold Ranger. The Gold Ranger. Yeah, limited edition. He's not in every episode, but when he is, big deal. Yeah. All right. 
I respect that. Red Ranger, if you're going to go regular, you're going red. I mean, I think Red Ranger is my yeah. answer. Mm-hmm. He's fucking just... He's the killing. leader. He's, he's, a leader. A, he's a leader. He's fucking killing it every week. I mean, he's just a great Power Ranger. Yeah, good show. Good question, too. Let's take it from the next caller. Hello. Name's Jeremy Collins at Dead, speaking from Worcestershire, England. Just want to say... That I love the show, and I can't believe after one week you guys already got an episode all the way to the Great London and Britain all over. My question here is for Shane. Shane, what's a good way to tell your upstairs neighbors to keep it down? Oh man, thank you for the call. Thank for the for, thank you for the question. Uh, that's a tough one. So I mean, whether it's like a kind of like a bottle like some poison or something you know okay some, some you know if you want to go in stream like just do some shit like over the top if you want to be a little bit more civil about it maybe just knock on their door tell them to be a little bit more quiet but like if they're just being real douchebags and they just can't keep it down just go over the top just go at them i mean what do you think Seth? i mean that's a crazy approach i would just say politely knock on the door maybe tell them it's a little loud but if you want to poison yeah, them you like, know. i don't know do loud people take advice? Uh, you guys are upstairs neighbors. I'm a downstairs guy, so I understand. You know. Do you ever get a loud noise from upstairs? Oh, all the time. We don't have any upstairs neighbors right now. Yeah. So. You guys are the upstairs. Yeah, I we got it all the time. Upstairs, mm-hmm. and we came downstairs. There's nobody upstairs now. Yeah, I got the. Yeah, I got the. I get it. I understand you're upstairs. You don't know. Maybe why. like a broom, like a broom to the top of the. Yeah. Ceiling, classic maybe? Mr. Heckles from Friends. Yeah. Yeah, just like a that. fucking poppet. Mm-hmm. But you probably want to go back by like a little bit more of a civil approach kind of just knock on their door you know tell them a little bit like you know yeah, their be noise friendly. is coming just down them, give them a warning yeah if not then you go after their family you know let's take another caller alright one more caller here hello Billy Billy it's grandma it's grandma Root I just want to make sure you can pick me up from Carol's house this weekend Billy are you there I haven't talked to you in three years, Billy. Can you please pick me up? I'm scared. I just want to know how long you've all known each other, Shane and Andrew. Wow, Grandma, Grandma Ruth. Hopefully you guys are gonna. Hope you're gonna be okay. Yeah. Um, and to answer your question, uh, we've known each other for a long time. Me, Shane, and Trev, uh, since we were. Like I know 11 old. years old, 10 years old, long time, 18 years at least. And uh, Grandma Ruth, if I hope you don't call us next week if you still need a ride because I yeah. just want you to be safe. You were a little confused there because you seemed like you were calling Billy, who's not on the show, and then you asked us a question. Yeah, but, that was uh, pretty good for you. Yeah, I, I mean, hope, that's what I hope you're doing well. Does. I hope you're still alive because it sounded like you needed immediate help and like we didn't listen to this for like a couple of days. But, uh, Hope Billy got back to you. Hope Billy's doing well. Hope you're doing well. Uh, all the love in the world. And uh, yeah, we've known each other for a long time. Uh, we grew up in the same uh, little like development, little uh, condo development. So we've known each other for a long time. Thank you for the call. Let's take one more call. One more call. Hey, it's uh, it's Andy Reid. Uh, big fan of your, big fan of your show. I uh, just coached. Uh, the Chiefs to uh, the uh, AFC Championship, so I wanted to call you guys in, and uh, I just ate a couple cheeseburgers, and uh, just had a, you know, 
just sat down with my wife and I was just wondering who you guys have in the Super Bowl because it can't be it can't be anybody but the Chiefs, you know, because like we're just so good. We're just so good. We're to fucking kill Tom Brady next week. So I just wanted to see what you guys thought about the the of the game for the Super Bowl. Who you who you had for the picks? Nice, good call, good question. Dude. I mean, Andy Reid just called us, dude. I mean, I'm Is gonna that for go. Real? Yeah, I guess I gotta I think go. So. I think I gotta so. go with. It had uh, to be. I gotta go with the Chiefs after that call. Yeah, I mean, you can can you not pick the Chiefs after that? No, no. Andy Reid just called in. I'm going Chiefs. I'm going Chiefs all the way. Yeah, I'm going Chiefs too. So that was our our voicemails from our listeners. If you guys would like to reach us out on our voicemail, we are post the number on our Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Please follow us at Buzz and Confused Podcast. Let's bring it into our shout outs of the week. But first, we have to take one more shot of this delicious yeah, proper, proper 12. 12. One more shot only because there's one the more shot the, left. Bottom of the freaking barrel here. It's been really good. It Honestly, good. it's, it's been better than JMO. Do you think? I mean, you, Trevor, Trevor and so. Shane say so. I hope you can hear Trevor I think throughout it's this just, entire podcast. I think it's, you know, it is what it is. Because he doesn't have a mic, but... Irish whiskey's Irish whiskey. We definitely got to do the Basil Hayden's... Well, no, I'm buying next week. We'll do something like a Svetka or something. <laughs> yeah. And then we'll definitely do Basil Hayden's in a couple of weeks to review that. This is we'll the last shot of the, the show. Whatever the cheapest thing on the menu was next week. Yep. Whatever's on sale. Cheers for you all. Cheers, guys. And let's bring it to our shout-out. Great show. We'll week. do a shout-out. All right, Shane, who are you shouting out this week? You know what? I'm going to do the same thing as last week. I'm going to be a little bit boring. I'm going to shout out all of our viewers. Uh, you guys gave us some great uh, comments, reviews, some criticism last week. I really want to hear. We did some more stuff. We, we incorporated some of your ideas into this show. And we really want to hear back from you guys what you liked about this, what you didn't like. Nice. Good shout out. <laughs> I'm going to shout out, uh, this is going to be a hot take for you guys. I'm going to shout out Moses. Uh, you know, he led the Jews out of Egypt. Today's national. Did he like a split the Red Sea at one point? Did split the Red Sea. Mm-hmm. I'm actually doing a sermon for the synagogue this weekend. Are you really? And uh, that's actually the story of the week. Is It's Moses' story, so I'm, I'm glad to do that. Great guy. What a guy. Humble guy. Great guy. And, uh, you know, if it wasn't for him, maybe we'd still be Jews persecuted in Egypt. So my shout out of the week, Moses, if you're listening, uh, please DM us, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook even. I don't know what they got, but love to hear from you, Moses. If not, you know, if anyone knows Moses, just let him know that we love the guy. Good job. Shabbat shalom. Trev, any, any uh, shout outs for the week, Trev? Can't do, uh, can't outdo Moses here, but um, I'm going to do, uh, do healthcare workers. I'm going to do my girlfriend. My girlfriend Laura. Nice. Uh, it may be a little cliched, kind of late in the game here, but I want to say that a lot of people haven't forgotten about you guys. Still think about you every day and all the shit that you're going through. So, uh, you know, keep going. Stay strong. Everybody's here for you. All right. Wow. Very Everyone, good. Pouring one out for you guys tonight. And that's the first time we've really heard from our producer Trev. Trev, what a shout out, dude. And I gave did... I gave Trev my mic right there. That was a great shout out. And I just want to say, I appreciate great, all the yeah. Great shout out, Trev. You did yeah. a really good job. All the healthcare workers going through this uh, pandemic, really appreciate you. Um, respect you a hell a lot, a whole hell of a lot. Uh, stay strong, uh, and we'll see you next week. Anything else to add? That's it. We'll see you next week. Love you guys. Love you. That's the show. Peace.